This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Heinz Mayonnaise. Let me tell you, Matthew, if there's one thing you're never going to forget... It is a delicious BLT made with unforgettably creamy Heinz mayonnaise. Yeah, I remember uh, we we love BLTs. We did a whole episode about it, and you've got to use that Heinz mayonnaise. Yep. Try something new. Try unforgettably creamy Heinz mayonnaise. And, of course, try the new Heinz mashups, Mayo Chup, Mayo Q, Mayo Must, and Cranch. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about, you guessed it, quesadillas. (laughs) Wow. So let's go down memory lane. Did you, were there quesadillas in your home? There were not quesadillas in my home. There were quesadillas like in restaurants. Okay, this is interesting. This is going to help me figure out something that I was trying to figure out over the course of researching this episode. I remember a period of time when, you know, when I was very spice phobic, Mm -hmm. as as I think every child is for a certain period of time, um, at least uh, white kids growing up in America. Right. And I was spice phobic for a while. And so when we would go to a Mexican restaurant, usually a Tex-Mex restaurant, sure. I would order a quesadilla, usually a chicken quesadilla. Yeah, because it was course. just like, it's it's like, um, it was like, it was as easy going down as like, PB and J. Yeah. You know, what's not or, to or like grilled about cheese, it. which yeah. which of which it is a type. Yeah. So I definitely grew up with quesadillas in my house. Like there was I feel like there was this almost instantaneous moment in like the late 80s mm-hmm. when suddenly uh families not of Mexican descent started making cheddar quesadillas on flour tortillas as like these primo like snack food and thing any kid will eat. Were you able to trace the genesis of, of this revolution? No, I was able to, like, using, you know, Google Ngram kind of confirm that my time frame was correct. But Wait, I don't know. What is this know... Google Ngram thing? Oh, we've talked, we've talked about this before but on the show. It's like, if you want to know, it. It, it, uh, it takes the Google Books corpus. Love saying corpus. Wow. So far in this episode, we've said Genesis, Revolution, and Corpus. Wow. It sounds like we are a cult, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're either a, a uh, like a I... tech startup or a cult <laughs> or, I mean, both. probably both. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, come come hang out at our pad. We're, uh, you know, if you want to work at our company, we're, we're in a big old house outside of town. Uh, like, people are half naked most of the time. Uh, uh, we, we serve a lot of quesadillas. Is rampant. Yes, we have, yeah. but we serve a lot of quesadillas. Matthew um, is a total menace. To society, yeah. yes. Okay, His so- corpus is a menace. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Where? What wh- kind of cult are we? No, like, like what a is, sex cult. So you were explaining Google Ngram. Is it the the letter N? Yes. Uh, I don't know what, where the name comes from. It's I don't believe it is Scientology related. Okay. Um, so or related to the Enneagram, which is a thing we did on yep. our bonus episode. You anyway. You were saying that, it's that based it uses on the, the Google corpus Books corpus. So of- it takes like you know all of these digitized books that Google has slurped into their massive digital brain. And if you want to know, like, when did the word like give me a word like a, from recent times or non-recent times, like um, a, a concept? Weekend. Weekend. Like, when did people start using the term weekend? <laughs> like, when did it go from being hyphenated to not hyphenated? Mm-hmm. You can look at Google Ngram and it'll show you a graph just showing, like, you know, until like 1890, no one ever said weekend. And then suddenly it started getting more and more popular in the sense of appearing in more and more books. Okay. So I looked up huh. the word quesadilla and sure enough, like, it kind of, kind of just like hovers along in like the, like the occasional article on, uh, on uh, Mexican food. And then suddenly, like, boom, late 80, mid to late 80s, it explodes. Do you think that, uh, I feel like I'm treading into waters that I don't know much about, mm-hmm. but was this also around the time that Tex-Mex became something that I was taking it. off so in like the thing uh, American is, cities? I don't remember quesadillas being a thing that jumped from restaurants North to American home. North American cities, I should say. But I suspect that must be what happened, unless... It was like the result of a promotion by like a big tortilla or mm. cheese company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see that being the case also. Like a, but yeah, certainly. Like you said, suggestion. like, you know, you I assume, you know, you go we go to a Tex-Mex restaurant. You bring your kids, your kids eat the quesadilla and you're like, well, I could certainly make this at home. Yeah. And uh, and so you do. I feel like it quesadilla is sort of like like uh, made the jump into uh, like homes, American homes of non-Mexican descent, like like a generation after burritos or like a decade after burritos maybe how long after tacos i think quite a while after tacos because i I think of i think of the um the mainstream non-mexican like a hard uh, american family dinner would be like a hard taco with ground beef seasoned with like uh, Lowry's taco seasoning. Yeah, I think seasoning. the Lowry's like, that taco been packet a... was well established by the time quesadillas hit our dinner tables and microwaves. Okay. I don't know. Like I tried to, I tried to like build a narrative here and just like couldn't find any trustworthy information. So I'm just speculating all over the place. Yeah. And expectorating all over the place. Perfect. I'm, I'm really so excited. I'm really glad you got that shield uh-huh. on your mic there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is is now just like impregnated with just all sorts of goo. So, okay. So, but you you had quesadillas primarily at home. Yeah, I would say primarily at home, although I do remember um when uh when I headed off to college in Southern California for a time I I got real into the uh Del Taco chicken quesadilla. Mm, what's Del Taco? Del Taco is a is a Taco Bell competitor that is uh, mostly in California, I think. Although there there are a couple around Washington State. Okay, 
Okay. And so your mom, though, when she would make quesadillas, will you tell me about how she would make them, when, when you would eat them, what was so, in them? Here's what I'm trying to remember. And I, you know, I should have called my mom as usual. But uh, so definitely like pan fried quesadillas, which we're going to talk a lot more about. Although I think there was definitely some microwave quesadilla going on in my house. I'm not a fan of the microwave quesadilla. Like you, you lose out on the best part of the quesadilla, which is the crispy part. I've never tried it. You know, I have. So I grew up as I think we've discussed on the show before, I grew up with my parents having a toaster oven. Yeah. And so a- as a grown up, I thought that it was a normal thing to have a toaster we, oven. We had a toaster as oven. Well. So I have a toaster oven. And then when Ash moved in with me, Ash brought a slot toaster. The so way you have, said that a minute have, ago about it, how you, you grew up thinking it was normal to have a toaster oven as if like now you realize <laughs> it is abnormal. Well, but now I realize that like, I think a lot of people just have slot toasters. Yeah, we only have a slot toaster, but I did grow up with a toaster oven. Well, so now I, have both. Okay. Which <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> which makes me feel so wealthy. <laughs> how um, many slots are we talking here? Just two slots. Just two slots. Just okay. two slots. Anyway, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but I... <laughs> so June will come to you and say, Mommy, might I have a slice of toast? And you I, say, sorry, kid, only two slots. I make quesadillas now in the toaster oven. Oh, okay. Tell me tell me how you do it. Well, so I, I run it on the same setting that I would run toast, um, and for the same length of time, I you have to be willing to like clean up cheese every couple months. Okay, so but let so me I walk assemb- me through this. So I assemble the um, the the sandwich. I do flour tortillas with cheddar that I grate on the large holes of the box grater. I press down a second tortilla on top, and then I carefully slide the whole mm-hmm. thing onto the rack of the toaster oven. Oh, like directly onto the rack? Directly onto the rack. So like cheese drips onto the floor? Yes, but I'm quite good at putting in just the right amount of oh. cheese and also making sure that no cheese is hanging out the sides. This is similar to how we were talking about how you have to arrange the cheese perfectly when you make cheesy toast. A yes. Weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so then I I run it for one toaster cycle on like I, I think we keep it a little bit like like right around medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like um, to keep it medium. And so it it puffs up, and yeah. the top tortilla in particular puffs and gets a little bit browned. Okay. And I have to say, it definitely it had been a long time since I'd had a pan fried tortilla, which you just made for us right now. However, I, you know, it, it's a totally different beast. Yeah, the pan sure. fried tortilla gets a lot of like, um, almost like tortilla chip flavor on the outside of it mm-hmm. from the fat and, and the hot tortilla. Yeah. But this is pretty darn good. I've got no complaints. I mean, I, I'm like not, which one? Bo- both about of them? My, about my toaster oven yeah. one. No, I can, I can it see avoids, that. It avoids the sog of a microwave. Yeah. While still being very, very quick and not getting a pan dirty. Yeah. So here's like thinking about it a little more, I think probably what was going on in my house is I have two younger brothers who are twins who are like five years younger than me. And I bet at some point my mom was like, you know, you guys like eat constantly. Yeah. You know, here's how you make a quesadilla. Like you throw some shit in the microwave and, and like run it for one minute and then you have food. And they're like, you, okay, we can do this. Do you That's think- what my brothers sound like. 
when we did the nacho episode, uh-huh. we made nachos both in- God, the- melting cheese on things is good. Right? We, we do this a lot. Um, we did some nachos in the oven, and then yeah. we also did some nachos in the microwave. That's and I was, right. I was amazed by how good the microwave ones were. Maybe They're I, not, I mean, yeah. they're like the kind of good where like if you've had a little too much to drink, yeah. they're going to be the best thing you've ever eaten. Like Maybe possibly my, even better than oven nachos. Maybe when my brothers were microwaving quesadillas at age they nine, it was because they were just drunk off their ass. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Their collective ass because they're twins. The other quesadilla that I encountered in college was the one made at the uh, student union, which was called the Coop. Uh, at Pomona College. I'm sure they still make these things. I don't know what the the secret of a coop cheddar dia was. I suspect it's just that they used a ton of grease. Um, <laughs> okay. But they would put the tortilla, it, it was made with a single large tortilla, and they would put it on, but it wasn't folded half moon style. They would put it on uh, the griddle. Okay. And uh, then they would put the, sprinkle on the cheese, put on whatever toppings you want, which could be like taco meat, um, like red, thinly sliced red onion. Onions were, were particular, particularly important. Okay. Don't remember what else. Salsa. Um, and then, uh, like, after it crisped up, they would, like, fold it into an envelope. Oh. And you would kind of e- eat it that way. Oh, this sounds great. It was real good. Like, you know, you could – there was never a night in college where I could not easily be talked into wandering over to the coop and getting a cheddar dia. Even though it – doesn't dia mean day? Yes. It was the, the dia, de lo, dia de los quesos. <laughs> Okay. Uh, that that if somebody hasn't made that a holiday, that's yet, every it should day. Be. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um. So hold on. So we should backtrack and say what is a quesadilla? Okay. So according to Wikipedia, and like I had to, you know, I felt like we should get our uh, friend slash nemesis Dan Pashman on the phone to weigh in on this. But uh, a quesadilla is a type of taco in the sense that it is a filled tortilla. I don't. I I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Um, no. Okay. So a quesadilla is not a type of taco. <laughs> We're going to edit that part out. <laughs> um, and there are many types of quesadillas and quesadilla-like foods in Mexico and the southwestern U.S., but the basic is a corn or flour tortilla with a good melting cheese such as Oaxaca, Jack, or cheddar. Oh, I love Oaxaca cheese. Yes. Uh, it is traditionally cooked on a comal, which mm-hmm. is like the, the – uh, type of griddle on which you would make tortillas. Mm -hmm. And in most of Mexico, corn tortillas are more common than flour, but there is a dish uh, popular nationwide called synchronizadas, and it's basically a a ham and cheese quesadilla in a flour tortilla. And there can be other fillings, but like ham, ham is key. It sounds really good. I don't oh, think I've ever had fantastic. one. Um, and there is a similar sandwich called uh, called a gringas that is made with uh, al pastor pork, pineapple, and cheese. So it's kind of – it's very closely related to an al pastor taco. Okay. Which usually has pineapple also. Okay. Um, but also sounds very good. So when you make quesadillas at mm-hmm. home, what kind of tortilla do you prefer? Um, I use a flour tortilla. Okay. And what size do you get? So I generally get like the medium size, which okay. is which is usually called like soft taco size, I feel like. And you cooked it in like a 10-inch skillet. Is that yeah. what I saw? So it's it fit perfectly in the bottom of a 10-inch yeah, skillet. Yeah, and I feel like when like uh, if you if you use a skillet that's much bigger than the tortilla, it increases the risk that cheese is gonna run out the side oh, and burn. Oh, this which, is smart. Which is not always a bad thing. If it doesn't burn too much, like cheese that's a little burnt. And it's what, not bad at all. What heat do you cook it over? Medium high. Okay, medium high. Because I want 
I, I want the the cheese to finish melting around the same time that the that the tortilla is crispy on both sides. So, will you tell me the the order of of the, will you tell me the steps and like approximately how much fat and what kind of fat you're using to cook it? I'm so glad you asked. So, depending on like sometimes if I just want like a little like a snack, I will make a like a folded over half moon quesadilla like a like a calzone quesadilla like a calzone dia mm-hmm. so but usually i will i will do like a two two tortilla affair wow Hot. yeah Woo! um filling yes <laughs> a filling affair a, a very filling affair <laughs> um and uh so i will uh put some fat in the pan and what kind of fat okay so I prefer either butter or lard. Okay. Lard would be my top choice. Okay. Um, it, uh, you know, it's got a little bit of that lard funk to it, and it browns really nicely. Butter is also really good. And so you would put, how much do you think you're putting in there before you put in the, the bottom tortilla? I think, like, a little less than a tablespoon. Okay. And so you let it melt. Yep, let it melt, get, and let it get, you know, like, ripply hot. Okay. Put down the first tortilla, sprinkle it with cheese, and put down the other tortilla. Okay. Um, and then I kind of, uh, because I want it, my stove doesn't heat very evenly and I want to make sure my, uh, quesadilla is browned all over. Do, wait, oh. do, hold on. Okay. Do, do our listeners know that both of us have like pretty janky electric stoves? Yeah. I just read an article in, in the New York times. Maybe you've heard about it, about how, uh, gas stoves are, are environmentally unfriendly and probably also poisoning you and everyone should get electric stoves. And I felt so superior. <laughs> Wow, I'm so glad to know this. I did uh, not read yeah. that, but I feel better about my it, life already. I think the headline of the article was, Molly and Matthew, you're killing it out there. Just keep doing what you're doing. It was weird that that headline was in the New York Times, but I clicked it. It worked. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. this new, like, like uh, you know, custom uh, narrow casting. That was a thing people said in the 2000s that have no one said since. I'm just going to ignore it because okay. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, I have so, cooked so little on gas stoves that I, I think I don't even know what I'm missing. I'm just like yeah, super cool with my two and a half functional burners. I'm super cool with my super hot burners. So here's my favorite part of making a quesadilla. Because my janky burner doesn't heat evenly, I want, but I want to make sure that my tortilla crisps evenly. So I will reach in with my hand at kind of my fingertips and take the the quesadilla that's that's only been cooking on one spin side it. so far and spin it. And so this, but you're and you're also continually peeking underneath with yeah. a spatula uh-huh. to check the color. It's 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 a really like intense involved three minute process. This is why I use the toaster oven. Yeah, but no, but I it's a good kind. It's like you know, um, what do you call it? Like when you're like in the moment. <laughs> Oh, it's a like meditative. Activity. It's meditative. Hold on. So then, when you when it's time to flip it, do you put more butter in? And how do you do that? Because then you've got this delicate uh-huh, uh-huh. operation now. So oh, here's God. here's what I do. <laughs> I'm knocking over. I everything. just take a little nub of butter or lard and and stick it on the top of the tortilla uh, and then and flip you it. Flip it. Yeah. And you, okay, great. I did not realize when we started doing this that I have actual like tricks. Techniques. Yeah. Okay, and so then basically, again, you're looking for color. And so you've just learned that on your stove, medium-high gets the job done and melts everything. Yeah, it's like a number right six on the, on the dial thingy. Okay, cool. It's not going to be the same on your stove. No, no, it's not. Listeners or Molly. You know what my stove says, right? It's, it's, so here's how it That's, goes. It's, this sounds like a, a line from a rap song. Like, <laughs> that some of the, there's going to be like a call and response. What my stove say? Uh, no, but the stove has, the dial says, 
off, mm-hmm. warm, okay, low, yeah, third, <laughs> second, and high. Whoa! It is. It's a real learning. Oh curve. wow! Like I feel like your stove po- was it's a hot point. <laughs> From it's a hot point from ancient history. There is third. Wait, so it goes third, second, high. Yeah. So, okay. So second so, is medium high. Third is medium. I feel like your stove was designed on four twenty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not remember that, but I love it. Right? It's so messed up. Yeah. Um, it's such a grab bag of of adjectives. Yeah. It, it, Intensities. Like, I I'm I don't understand why they were switching from from like. N- numerics mm-hmm. to yeah why not like you know number medium know. medium high because mine goes high. low and then there's a bunch of numbers and then high yeah no okay no uh, i like yours it's got mine's got no personality warm, low yeah. third second high okay <laughs> this <laughs> it, it would be a real like rethinking of the medal ceremony at the olympics if they <laughs> did it this way imagine uh-huh Okay, wait. So, um, so I noticed that when you cut up our quesadilla that we ate today, mm-hmm. which was delicious. Oh, thank you. It was so good. Yeah, and I used Tillamook sharp cheddar, of course. Okay, uh, never extra sharp. No, I don't like how the extra sharp melts in a quesadilla. Like there is there is a noticeable like like curdliness to it that I you know I'm not going to say no to it. It's not bad, but it's not as smooth as the sharp. This is really good to know. Yeah. I tend to buy the extra sharp. Yeah, for for almost all other purposes other than quesadillas and grilled cheese, I think the extra sharp is great. Okay. But the the sharp is a better melting cheese. Okay. So I noticed that you cut up our quesadilla with scissors. I did, and I'm not – I don't know why I did that exactly because it's not what I usually do. Do you usually chuck it onto the cutting board? I usually chuck it onto the cutting board and then use a knife. That's what I do. And I usually cut it into six – Triangles. Yeah. I know they're not really triangles. Wedges. Yeah, wedges. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, actually, I shear off the bottom of each one <laughs> and throw it, it away triangle. so it's a perfect triangle. <laughs> so do you usually do a plain cheddar quesadilla or do you ever mix up the cheese? Do you ever put other things in there? So the only other thing I ever really put in there is chicken. Okay. And like a chicken quesadilla is so good. Is this like a vessel for leftover chicken? Do it you sometimes can be a vest, such a vessel? <laughs> I mean, I'm a vessel for leftover in chicken. Cor- in the corpus of your culinary mm-hmm. habits, mm-hmm. this is not mm-hmm. working out very well. No, it's it's okay. Like I've been meaning to retake the SAT. <laughs> I, I feel like I can really nail it this time. Do you make chicken especially to then use in quesadillas? That's what I'm trying to say. When the author used the word corpus, <laughs> um, what was it? Wait, what was the? Oh, do I make chicken for chicken quesadillas? I will often make chicken for chicken quesadillas. I'll like take a chicken thigh, I'll saute it re- real quick and cut it into strips, and then stick it in a quesadilla. Okay, it, it, you know it takes it takes the quesadilla out of the realm of of just like you know four minute convenience food, but some, you know, like that, then it becomes like I could serve this for dinner and that's cool. Especially if I have some homemade salsa. Do you not feel like you could serve it for dinner if you didn't do that? Um, no, I, I, well, I mean, it depend like along with what, cause like maybe with a nice salad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like Would you it, serve grilled cheese for dinner. I don't usually. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't either. I, t- I tend to not do sandwiches like feel for like, dinner. Feel like sandwich lunch things. things to me. Yeah, 
not dinner things, but but that makes me sound like such an it's, asshole. Yeah, like, it sounds like, really like, dumb. You know that that a quesadilla is like unworthy of of the the formal <laughs> seven course dinners that I usually serve on Wednesday night. No, it's interesting. I I I'm I'm interested that you think this way too because mm-hmm. like yesterday I was at home writing. And I didn't really have any leftovers around to eat for lunch. All I had were like some leftover blanched snow peas from like a rice bowl we'd done the okay. night before. And so I made myself a quesadilla uh-huh. and then I ate these like snow peas uh-huh. on the side. And then for dinner, I I made, I can really only get it up to make like a full dinner, like two to three nights a week. Sure. And, and I think we talked about this on the dinner, the meal planning episode. Yeah. Anyway, last night I made these like curried lentils, a Melissa mm-hmm. Clark recipe. I made some coconut rice, like basmati rice cooked in coconut milk, fried eggs. I made a garlicky yogurt. Uh, what was great about it is that it left us with a lot of leftovers. Oh, yeah. But when Ash Leftovers was, are one of the best things <sighs> to have leftover after a meal. Right? Mm-hmm. I, there's almost like, nothing I'd rather have leftover. Yeah, they're way better than like, you know, recrimination. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so Ash and I this morning were discussing. When the author Ash, used the word recrimination. I mean, oh God! I mean Matthew. I just called you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like when I. It's like when I call Ash. I want to specify June or because Alice. we haven't specified this in too long. We're not married. No, <laughs> we're, not. <laughs> we're not even engaged. No. no. Okay. Anyway, um, so this morning before Ash left for work, we were discussing what to have for dinner tonight because we've uh-huh. got June back tonight after her being at Brandon's for mm-hmm. a few nights. I was like, oh, we've got leftovers. But I really don't think June's going to be into these lentils. Yeah. So what I was like, I, I was like, okay, we'll do leftovers plus like a box of mac and cheese. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think to do a quesadilla. I never make a quesadilla for dinner. Like, mm-hmm. never. I had a quesadilla for lunch yesterday, yet it seems, yeah, that it seems more like natural to make a box of mac and cheese for dinner than a quesadilla. You know what's weird, though? What? Is, like, w- did we do a torta episode? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I will totally make tortas for dinner. Huh. And I'll totally make tacos for dinner. What? what? Mm, but these seem like like a like a torta. You're probably like making a meat just for it, I'm or making, making a, a sauce just for it, or making some sort of like a mm-hmm. vegetable that's going to go in have there. You, have you watched that show, I've, Making a Meter? <laughs> I feel like it seems to me that, that Sorry, the common I, denominator here is that that we expect to work for dinner, whereas we want oh my lunch God, to common magically. Common denominator. I didn't know I was going to have to take the math SAT. <laughs> where, also, Shit. whereas we just want lunch to appear before us. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so I think this sounds reasonable. I mean, we both work during the day, so we don't want to like cook during the day. Yeah, I totally work during the day. Yeah, you've been writing like all those pitches and stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. I've just been sitting around bleeding out my eyeballs staring at my computer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's work. Reading about selfhood. Oh, things wow. Like that. All right. So, I don't know. Like, when I when I was doing quesadilla research, like, I started reading about, like, things that appear in quesadillas that I've never had but would like to try, like mm. weed lacoche and squash blossoms. Stuff. Oh, um, that sounds like, great. Squash, squash season is coming up. Like, summer squash season. That's the one you, ones you get squash blossoms from, right? Correct. Like, yes. Um, so, I am going to try that this summer because I do actually like squash blossoms a lot. What about weed lacoche? Um, I have had it here and there and have never cooked with it myself. Have you? 
I have not cooked with it myself. I have eaten it before yeah. on a couple of occasions. It's delicious. Yeah. We're talking about a corn fungus. It's a corn smut. Yeah, corn smut. Mm-hmm. That's right, corn smut. Yeah, I like uh, Matthew. I feel like I'm gonna work on my my pan fried tortilla. I mean, pan fried quesadilla technique. And now I'm that I've seen work you on myself and like why why I don't consider a quesadilla a proper dinner and like how yeah. I can work that. How I can like ease it onto my table. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. So you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com. We want to hear about uh, your quesadilla technique. Oh, also facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. Please tell us either place about uh, what's your quesadilla technique. What quesadilla fillings uh, are we leaving out? Mm-hmm. Um, Do you serve it for dinner? Yeah. Are I mean, we dinner snobs? We, we didn't really talk at all about corn tortilla quesadillas, which I feel like are probably have like a, a genetic relationship to pupusas. Um, oh, you're but, right. Um, like sometimes w- when I make a corn tortilla quesadilla, which sometimes I will do like uh, as as a snack, usually mm-hmm. like I do that a little bit differently in the sense that I still do it in a in a pan, but I want to use a cast iron pan mm. and no fat in the pan. Does it get a different like um, charred corn flavor? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and a little bit crispy, but not as crispy. Interesting. It's really tasty. Interesting. And it cooks, it'll cook evenly without help from the fat? Yes. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't need to, I mean, the cheese will melt evenly because the cast iron, uh, you know, conducts heat well. You're not trying for the same kind of like even browning on the tortilla. It's supposed to be kind of like spotted with, Mm. you know, burnt spots. Mm -hmm. Which seems more like how it would be on a Kamal. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you can also find us at inst- on Instagram at Spilled Milk Podcast. Mm-hmm. Please leave us a review, rate and review wherever you get the show. How about that? Instead of us just like throwing out a bunch of names of podcasting platforms oh, like we sometimes yeah. do. Our producer is Abby Circatella, and boy, were we making our work for this one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. <laughs> Oh, my tea didn't do anything for me. Oh, hojicha has almost no caffeine. I want more caffeine. <laughs> I'm Matthew Amsterburton. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. My quesadilla research was is maybe lacking. Like I kind of went down a rabbit hole and came out with not much. Oh, well, but, but I do recall that you texted me because, you know, most of our texts are about the research we're doing for the show. Yeah. Like whether the research has, has begun or not begun uh-huh. or whether it's finished or not finished. Yep. Anyway, you texted me and you said that you were researching quesadillas and it made you hungry. I mean, yes. Yeah. That, that was kind of the ra- part of the rabbit hole I went down. I kept learning about <laughs> maybe we should start a quesadilla episode and then we can okay. talk about this. Hold I mean, on, probably on. Abby's going to cut out that part right before we introduced ourselves and then people are going to say, why, why would we have guessed that? I mean, I guess because it says quesadillas on your podcast I don't think she should cut player. that out. Abby, don't cut that out. Okay. Cut it out, Abby. I mean, so, cut out your cutting yeah. out. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.